0: Alright ladies and maybe some gents, this is the part of the show that I get to give you a big ol' virtual hug and thank you for reviewing the podcast, My Labor of Love. These ratings and reviews seriously mean the world to me. This 5 star review comes from Red Crush 11. Red Crush says, Maudie has a wonderful way of sharing inspiration that is both challenging and supportive with the pure intent of encouraging others to live their best, most fulfilled lives. Great podcast, and definitely worth subscribing so you don't miss an episode. Red Crush, you are the best. Your words warm my heart because there is something kind of lonely about recording a podcast, and sometimes I do start to wonder, is this having an impact? So I want to thank you. Thank you for your encouragement and the reminder that it is. It is having impact. And if you have something to say about the show, I would love to hear about it. Leave a review, and I'd love to give you a big old virtual hug on a future episode. Welcome back to the Living on Purpose podcast. You are tuning in to a solo episode And this is definitely a piggyback episode to the one I recorded a few weeks back about approaching life like a scientist and approaching life with this really, really open, authentic, and vulnerable curiosity to what you realize through questions, what you realize through experimenting. We talked about you know, how we used to take, or some of us still do take life so, so seriously that when we take ourselves and we take everything that we do and we take our lives so damn seriously, it leaves very, very little room for error, if any room for being wrong or doing it wrong or making the wrong decision. And what I realized is that if we can take a step back and just be a curious student of life, a curious scientist, going with the flow, asking ourselves questions, trying new things, seeing what happens without any judgment, it takes such weight off our shoulders and it takes the pressure off us uh, to be right all the time. And so when we are wrong, or when we make a wrong decision, or we try a challenge that didn't serve us, or we go after a goal that didn't give us or yield the results that we had hoped for, again, it just doesn't define us. And really, it's just we could just start looking at it as a step in the right direction. Oh my gosh, I was wrong again. That's one step forward to being right. Oh my gosh, I made the wrong decision again. That's one step forward and one step closer to living my perfect dream goal, happy, happiest life. So why is this topic relevant today? Well, as you know, because I dropped it, uh, I've been dropping it everywhere. I've actually been talking about this experiment that I'm hosting with anybody who will listen. Anybody who like literally is like, hey, Monty, I saw you posted something. They can't even get through that sentence without me jumping on them and telling them about how excited I am about going vegan. Okay. I don't think I've been this excited about an experiment, a 30 day experiment in a really, really long time, because I am so deep down the rabbit hole. I'm so deep down the vegan, you know, information overload that I feel like I just need to tell everybody all the good things that come from being vegan. So As I mentioned, I've been telling, I've been telling everyone, you know, I created a Pinterest board. I sent an email to all of my friends. I posted on, you know, the, the social media and I talked about it on my podcast that Maddie is trying vegan for 30 days. Okay. I've been using that word all over the place, vegan this, vegan that. And so (laughs) yesterday As I was flipping through this brand new, beautiful plant-based cookbook that one of you lovingly mailed to me, I'm so appreciative for, I was reading a section where it goes into the true definition of being vegan. And then it talks about being plant-based versus being vegan. And what the author pointed out to me, and after just like a little baby bit of research, I realized that to call oneself vegan means much more than what my challenge consists of. So to be, you know, considered to call yourself vegan or to be considered a true vegan, what it means is, yes, you don't consume animal products or animal byproducts. And what it also says and means is you also don't wear animal products or byproducts or use any animal based. So like uh leather, right? Uh makeup, um shampoo, soap, like all of that stuff would need to be vegan, honey even. (laughs) That that, you know, like a true vegan apparently, you know, doesn't, doesn't consume honey. So to call myself a vegan (laughs) isn't actually correct. I have been out there telling the world, telling everybody who's going to listen that that Maddie's going vegan, and I've been wrong. I've been straight up incorrect. And so you could imagine my disappointment and shock when I did further research and realized that actually what my challenge is, is not trying vegan for 30 days. What my challenge is, is trying a plant-based lifestyle. Okay. So I was shocked and a little, let's just, you know, call it what it is a little embarrassed that I've been out there touting something that was absolutely just flat out wrong. Now, normally as any person, Who doesn't like being wrong uh, will tell you. Usually, my instant reaction to someone pointing out something that I did wrong, or somebody pointing out something that I said was wrong, or somebody pointing out that I shared maybe a link that was not a credited source, like I was wrong to share that. Normally, my reaction is to get defensive. Okay, That's just my normal, um, I don't know, instinct to to start to defend myself and because of maybe some shame, maybe some embarrassment, and um, probably just because I absolutely hate to be wrong. The curious thing that happened to me yesterday is as I was reading this book and I'm like, oh shit, I've been telling everybody that I'm vegan and I'm not. I've been telling everybody the wrong thing. My reaction was just to stop reading. I had a number of people at my table and I said, oh my gosh, you guys, I'm not trying vegan. I'm trying plant-based. And it was amazing to be able to notice my reaction in real time to notice that I was not defending being wrong in this instant my normal go-to reaction of defensive didn't kick in. And that in itself made me super curious, you know, like, oh my gosh, how was I able to just roll with being wrong this time and other times I'm not? Well, let me tell you what I think the answer to that question is. I think the answer to that question is because I'm approaching this experiment as a curious student of life and I'm not hinging anything on the outcome when i realize that i've been wrong it says nothing about me it is not a reflection of who i am all it is is part of the experiment if if i'm doing this experiment correctly i'm just searching for the truth for me right the truth on how it affects me and my life and so if i find something out if i realize the truth in something that wasn't what i expected or wasn't what I had thought, it doesn't mean anything except that I'm learning, except that I'm growing, except that I'm moving forward. And if we can all just approach everything, (laughs) and I'm talking to myself here, if we just all approach everything with that mindset, God, could you imagine how beautiful this world would be? I look at my kids, as you know, they're my biggest teachers. Could you imagine a child never being able to admit that they did something wrong? Could you imagine a child never being willing to try something a little bit differently because the way that they were doing it wasn't the most effective? I think of something as simple as like typing, you know, when, you know, you put a kid down in front of the the screen, they're poking, you know, their index fingers to type and uh, anybody who Has been through typing class in high school knows that there is a more effective way to type, right? So, could you imagine someone saying like, "No, I'm always going to do it my way"? What results would they that have for their life? You know, as children, we're so open to failure, we're so open to getting it wrong because we're still curious because we understand that if you start typing and you're not doing it quote unquote right, or if you're not doing it quote unquote, you know, the most effective way, you understand that it has nothing to do with you as a human being. It's like, oh, there's a different way. Oh, there's a better way. Show me, you know, um, I was sitting, sitting down, talking to my sister and her kids just the other day about looking at life with a growth mindset versus a fixed mindset. And this is exactly what we're talking about here. A growth mindset is one that's open to new ideas, open to new possibilities, willing to explore other perspectives. A fixed mindset ain't ever going to change. Okay. And so what if we approached more and more and more things from this growth mindset perspective? What if we approach more things with the openness and willingness to be wrong. What would happen? I can imagine we would live in a very, very less divided world. I could imagine we would be much more happier because we're open to new ideas and seeking the truth versus things fixed in our old, old ways. And how we do that is we just stay curious. We stay curious with everything and we take a step back and we stop defining ourselves by what we think is right. And we just stay curious and open. So my tip, my thought for you today, how many times could you get it wrong? How many times can you be willing this week to admit that maybe your perspective is just one and that there's many other ones, right? What if? we stopped thinking that being right was the answer and just thought, how could we be more curious? All right, I hate being wrong. I'll admit it, I'll be the first to admit it, I'm the most defensive person, I could win any argument. And when I realized that I was wrong by calling myself vegan and I didn't judge myself for it and I didn't get defensive, it felt really damn good. It felt really freeing. It didn't feel like I had done anything wrong. It didn't feel like I couldn't recover from this. Okay. So my challenge to you is be wrong, be willing to be curious instead of right and see what happens. See how you feel. I have a feeling that it's going to be the biggest relief you've had. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Living on Purpose podcast. It has been a blast hanging out with you. If you love this week's episode, please hit that subscribe button. That way you won't miss any future goodness we throw your way. Craving community and connection with like-minded badass women? Feel free to join us in the Living on Purpose Facebook group. And of course, the best gift that you could possibly give is an honest review on iTunes. All right, that's it. Until next time, always keep living on purpose.